and lovely Hard Rock. And joining us, Mike Griffin from Dog Nation, who is nice enough to be with us in studio. Does a fabulous job covering Georgia, I'd argue, better than just about anybody out there. How are you, sir? Nice Doing, to see you. Just what a dynamic atmosphere. I mean, you, you can say it's gray outside, but the, the, making our own sunshine the energy. here. I mean, this and is by the way, it could be so day. much worse, y'all. It is not raining it's not right raining. now. It's nice. See, they were talking about people are outside. Yeah, Come people on are outside and get down out. here. Yeah. yeah. Mike Rick? Johnson probably out there sweating a good bit in that Alabama T-shirt outside. <laughs> he runs hot. I know that for a Dude, fact. Dude, he. Let me just tell you something. I don't know what he was like under, uh, you know, uh, getting ready for the SEC title game, their national title year, and getting ready. And I don't know uh, what he was like getting ready for Falcons, but I just watched him order at the bar. That man, is di- <laughs> he is dialed in right now, right? I was like, hey, you going to have a couple of beers? He looks at me and goes, beers? He's like, bro, it's, it's 12.15. It's time to right go. Beer, yeah. Beers were at 9 a.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's so drink-shamed you, right, in front of everybody. That's I it. saw it happen. Yeah, he did it. Hey, uh, Mike, what do you think of the news? Uh, if you hadn't heard, uh, Rusty was out with it uh, earlier. Brock Bowers, Ladd McConkey. Uh, Tate Ratledge all in the starting lineup. Yeah, knew Brock was going to go. Uh, don't know how many snaps Ladd can go today. Kind of iffy. He, he was able to do a little bit on his own. I know he's going to try to go. And, of course, Ra-Ra Thomas out. Oh, is, but that, we figured, is that confirmed? I, I, that's what I'm hearing. Gotcha. And, and Ratledge is a guy that, you know, Kirby told us, you know, was closer than the other two guys. So it's great news with Brock Bowers. I mean, maybe a little bit more Clark Kent than Superman. I don't know if he's 100%. Right. But, look, the guy's going to get open. He's going to catch the ball. He's going to run over a few people. Just don't know if he can run away I like that. Him. Have you used that before? A little more Clark Kent than Superman today right what do you what do you think about what should college football do with injury reports especially as sports betting is becoming more prevalent i mean the gamesmanship between kirby and saban leading into the game this week i don't know i don't know i mean they haven't done much they haven't done much i mean that cannot happen in the nfl yeah drew you're right and and as the sports gambling proliferates with more and more states making it legalized it'll be legal here in georgia within the next year or two at least they're already laying the foundation if you take a look around georgia lottery is already laying the foundation for it to be legal here there's only so much you can do because ultimately you're relying on these coaches to be somewhat forthcoming. Now, I do think that an availability report is reasonable because remember, guys get suspended too. Yeah, it ain't just injury. Sometimes guys get suspended. So, um, and, and I think that would help. But what that does, and the reason it's important, is it takes pressure off kids, off trainers, off kind of these unseemly types that may hang around. Maybe even put pressure on mom, dad, for sure. aunt, uncle for information. Really kind of alleviate some of that pressure. Can I also just athlete. say something that y'all don't ever say? You don't think that Alabama's assistants and analysts are watching Dog Nation and watching Rusty to know what they know. Forget gambling. It's it's strategy. No doubt. And, and Lane Kiffin said it before Ole Miss played Alabama. He's like, uh, we know everybody in that building. That's exactly we right. We all talk. Yep. yep. We, we know what's going on. So it's just an interesting trend right now. And, you know, for whatever reason, they don't have to say. They don't explicitly. have to say. So why would you? Do you think that the Alabama coaching staff didn't think Brock Bowers was going to go Absolutely in a not. game like this? Absolutely I mean, come not. On. Come they, on. They, they weren't sandbagging against tech i mean it wasn't that they weren't kirby doesn't like being told like hey you didn't take him seriously but but you know you know there's a there's a plan right and the plan is that you got to win three games after the tech game to be a national champion so you make decisions based on that it's not not respecting your opponent no no it's roster management and this is what this is what sets kirby smart 
apart from every other coach in the country right now. And listen, he did learn a lot from Nick. Obviously, everybody that worked for Nick understood how to build a structure like Alabama. But that was 2016, what, 2015. Kirby's been here eight years. Think about all the changes yeah. in collegiate sports that have gone on and roster management at the top, not just the recruiting, but the retention. Drew, I go back to 2020 Alabama, and Bama fans don't like to hear this because this is pre-NIL. But those five or six Bama guys that were first-round picks that came back as seniors, they didn't come back for free, okay? Yeah. Meanwhile, Fromm and Swift are going to the NFL. Imagine if Georgia would have brought back Jake Fromm and DeAndre that Swift. That butterfly effect. It's crazy. Huge, yeah. right? And instead, all of a sudden, Bama's got Mac Jones back. They got Najee back as a senior. You got Devontae back as a senior. I think they had some center to see. Why didn't they go pro? Hmm, wonder why. NIL before NIL, like Jimbo Fisher says. Seth Emerson from The Athletic wrote a fantastic article years ago about Jake Fromm going pro. And then COVID happened, no workouts, no combine. Then he slips to a fifth-round draft pick. Right. And right. then Dewan Mathis started the Arkansas game, Stetson Bennett took over, and George is off to the races. What could have been yeah. is fascinating to think about. But, Steg, you just mentioned, and it's been awesome to see Kirby and Saban kind of loving on each the other, best. how much they respect each other as leaders. You said after the Tech game, you've got three games to win a national championship. I remember when we we made it to the playoffs in Arizona, we had a bye week, and you're in a locker room with guys like Tyron Matthew, Carson Palmer, Dwight Freeney, Larry Fitzgerald, who have everything except the Super Bowl championship. And Bruce Arians got us together before that bye week, and he said, three games to change your life. Three games to change your life. Divisional round, conference championship, and then a Super Bowl. Like, right. lock in, this yeah. is it, and, and Georgia and Alabama are in that situation right now. Yeah, and for, for Saban and Kirby to have the conversation, Sandra and I thought had, uh, I'll give us credit, a pretty good conversation about nobody on planet Earth understands how sick a 29-game winning streak is like Nick Saban. Like, it's insane. He, you can tell he's not doing the Lou Holtz, let's build up our Central Connecticut rival, right, when he's looking at Kirby and go, he's like, I did it twice with 19-game winning streaks. And he's basically like, you did a whole nother season. And to keep your kids, back to what you said about roster management, dialed in, to keep it so nothing seeps in. It's crazy. So the NFL doesn't seep in and jealousy doesn't seep in. And, and you know, uh, well, who's getting who's getting time? Forget all that. Who broke up with their girlfriend? Yeah. Whose mom and dad are in trouble? Like a 20-year-old, a 19-year-old having to deal with all of what we're looking at. Not even talking about God. the academic rigors right. as well. Right. Let me go, let me go, mac, let me go macro crazy. with you. Think about the delicate balance. We go macro. We're going micro right now, shrinking it down. You go macro, delicate balance of hunger but continuity, right? right, right. How do you avoid complacency? But you still have that continuity, that familiarity, and Georgia has just walked that fine line. The continuity on the staff, to me, this coaching staff is special. Will Muschamp was the was the beginning of it. Having that guy that can look Kirby in the eye and call, hey, coach, BS. And yeah. Kirby say, yeah, you know what? I trust you. I love you. I believe you. Now Bobo's there. Yep. These guys are like brothers. Yep. They go back decades. We're not talking a few years. We're not talking, oh, yeah, we share a few ideas. No, 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 no. They're homogenous. They, they come from the same planet in the same Georgia, and they understand they've been different places. They've learned different ways. Their communication is so fast, and Georgia can adjust so fluid. What is it, seven games in a row now? They've spotted the other team a touchdown? That's troublesome like, today. i got a stat for you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Drew, I'm with you. Sooner or later, you wonder if that catches up. Can we back up one more step on the tree? Because and I had to re be reminded this morning, when Nick Saban left Michigan State, and he was with the coaching staff at Michigan State. He, he took the bus up there, and he said, hey, 
if you're an assistant here and you want to come with me, you're hired. Yep. Nobody came with him. He gets in his Rolodex at that time, kids. A Rolodex is like an <laughs> iPhone. It has your contacts in it. And he calls up Searcy, Kirby, Je- Muschamp. Yep. That list that is all now with him here at, at Georgia is just remarkable and how the incestuous nature of college oh. football and coaching. And, and Kirby's got his boys around him. And, and last thing, too, on the macro – a lot of Saban assistants have tried to be head coaches. I don't know if anybody, and it's proven so, has been able to get the top of the university and the top of the athletic department to 100% buy in like Kirby did. He came in and said, here's the blueprint. I need you to buy in and trust me. And President Moorhead did, and Josh Brooks did, and obviously they're all reaping the benefits. Brooks is one of the guys, by the way, Brooks is like an undercover bro here. I mean, Brooks <laughs> goes all the way back to being a student manager for Saban. It's amazing. And, yeah. and it's worked amazing. for Mark Rick, yeah. by yeah. the way, in football. So Josh Brooks, yes, AD on the surface, but underneath there's a football He was guy Jimbo there. Fisher's assistant at LSU. Right, right. It's remarkable. It really is. How does Georgia get in trouble today? What's a scenario that, that they don't win the game? Georgia's defense has allowed the opponent to score first in the last six, seven, seven games. games yeah. seven, no. Under Nick Saban, when Alabama scores a touchdown on their opening drive, they have won 54 of the last 55 games. Now that's a stat. That's troublesome. Do not allow wow. Alabama to score a touchdown on their opening drive. Love it. What do you think is uh, what could be troublesome today? It's a, it's not a big number. It's four and a half. A lot of people respect it. Is it going back down? Okay. Yeah. Money's going back down. Yeah, that's good. That's half, good because yeah. that means, you know, well, it's what? Gonna, if they cover, is that four and a half? I wow. Yeah. I, you know, look, it, to me, this is, I, I hate just bringing down this symbol. And everybody goes, well, that's real rocket science. But truly today, Carson Beck's margin for error. I, I just love it. I, I just love repeating that this guy can solve Rubik's Cube. Am I the only one blown away that he can do this in less than he a minute? He can do a Rubik's Cube? In less than a minute, Drew. Wow. If you can solve Rubik's Cube in less than a minute, you're not human. You Hold on a minute. He's he a, can yes. break, like, the Rubik's the Cube. The Rubik's Cube. Dang sake. In less than a minute. So you talk about He's processor. Smart. You talk about pattern recognition. You talk about NFL arm talent. And we saw that Carson can run a little bit, too, by the way. If Carson plays a, real, a very small margin for error, especially if McConkie's not out there to bring the Christian uh, McCaffrey to the field there, if you don't have him, then Carson's got to pitch. I don't want to say a perfect game, but he's, he can't throw. He can't walk a lot of batters, okay? Carson needs to be spot on. On the other hand, Milrow, this guy's ceiling is enormous. When Kirby says he's a bigger, more physical version of Lamar Jackson, that's a draw-dropping compliment. Right. I mean, I don't even know if that, that person exists, but Milrow at his best is unbelievable. Now, this guy makes mistakes, too. And he has trouble with decisions. He's an inexperienced guy. He's a redshirt sophomore. You saw it earlier this year when they got beat by Texas. Everybody wants to bend over and kiss Nick Saban's ass. What a great coaching job. <laughs> you had him for three and a half years and you didn't know how to use him against Texas? No. Bad coaching job. You're late to the party. Now they got him rolling a little bit. But if Kirby can confuse this guy and give him a little bit of adversity and you get Milrow thinking twice, look, those receivers out there, Jermaine Burton, he, 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 that's a poor man's leader. He's just he's not that guy. Yeah. He's good but not great, Drew. He's not. I don't think he's going to be the. So you like Georgia here? I think that Georgia's been the more consistent team, but if Milrow gets hot, that's the scenario. That's the scenario. Noted dog hater loves Georgia today, Mike Griffith. <laughs> Am I? I not really. I, just I know you catch to, such a rap. Do you really? Know, he's the biggest supporter. I know he is. No, it goes back and forth. It's amazing, but that, that's cool, man. That's I've covered fine. a lot of programs. No, of course. And, you know, people are like, oh, you're always just kissing Kirby's tail. Well, the guys won 29 in a row. Hey, Mike, like Howard Mike, says, like inter- Howard Stern says, if they like you, they'll listen for five minutes. If they hate you, they'll listen for ten. So true. <laughs> Mike is a journalist. Journalist. All right, Mike. Thanks for coming by. Great to see you. Thank you, Mike. Go dog.